0: Hello and welcome to the Scott Sportscast weekly news update. It's me, your host, same guy as usual, Alex A. Scott here, on a long, long, mentally, physically, emotionally draining day, especially in the sports world. This is, I think, my third time recording this podcast. I had my co-host on earlier. Didn't say it correctly, but so then I was trying to do it again, and then I realized, oh, shoot i uh I got a test due at midnight. <laughs> so good thing i'm on the I'm on the west coast because I'm over here living three hours in the past, so. I was able to get that done. Luckily, it was easy, but, oh, man. Don't want to forget things like that. Emotionally, in sports, I mean, we had a big, big 16-point comeback for the Bears. My Bears getting it done. I mean, they they benched my boy Trubisky, but the end of the day you know whatever helps the team win man someone's just got to do it they got to be able to read defenses just make good decisions I didn't think Trubisky was doing bad enough to warrant him getting benched but I mean he threw one interception because he was trying to force something but you know you, you just can't force it in those situations especially not when it's a good look so they benched him and brought in Nick Foles Nick Foles uh Came right in, drove down the field, threw an interception. (laughs) So, because Allen Robinson didn't want to manhand that down and keep control. So, ended up being an interception instead of a touchdown. So, after that, Nick Foles went through three touchdowns in about four, four and a half minutes uh, for the comeback win. So, uh, defense, we had a interception that ended it by – Gibson, for the most part, then a big run by David Montgomery to seal it. So that was a great game. Um, frustrating with the refs because if you weren't named Matt Ryan, you weren't getting no love out there. Um, somehow you have tribute, uh, Matt Ryan get sack fumbled down at the bottom of a pile. And then all of a sudden a flag comes in after the play. And says that oh yeah it's roughing the passer. You can't even see the passer. What are you even talking about at this point? Because that's just ridiculous. Um, no way that should have even been a call. Um, had two touchdowns reversed. Had fumble reversed. But the no quit, the all grit, Shaw City, Chicago. Bears. Nothing but resilience. Came back, got the win, moved to 3 and 0. Those little little Packers, little Packers. Uh, they they moved to 3 and 02, beat the Saints without Michael Thomas, uh Kamara once again taking all the load, just couldn't do it himself, so uh, Green Bay and Bears are tied 3-0 and at the top of the division. So, not a bad start for us. Um, so, let, let's dive into and let's get into some sports news around the world. Let's start with NHL, some hockey, because, you know, there ain't that much going on right now due to the fact that it's the Stanley Cup Finals. Um, the Tampa Bay Lightning versus the... Dallas Stars. Dallas Stars, probably one of the best defensive teams in the entire NHL. And then you may have the best offensive team in the NHL with the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Lightning have basically a roster that's it's kind of like a fantasy football team if you really look at it, man. They just got studs like Stankos and uh they they just put up bunches. Uh, goals and bunches, big numbers. I mean, they could put up five goals in a quarter on you, or a period if he ain't careful. So, the Dallas Stars playing tough defense were able to come back and win in. I think it was double overtime uh, to keep the series alive, force a game six. So it, the Lightning are up three to two. So we'll see if they're able to close it out or if uh, the Dallas Stars can make it a true. Uh, Finale for us here. Um, Other than that, Mark Stahl got traded uh, from the New York Rangers to the Detroit Red Wings. So they lost their defender that they had for a long time. I'm sure that Detroit's happy to take them. So other than that, there's not that much in uh, NHL news – for you today do we have to talk about it let's talk about nba so lebron and the lakers getting it done lebron going to his 10th final trying to lose his seventh (laughs) i mean when you when you're three for nine that's not very good i don't care what it is when you're three for nine that's an F. That's a failing grade. That's nothing to be proud of. That shows me that you're better at losing than you are at winning. So, not that impressive if you can't even get it done. Don't even put yourself in MJ's shoes if you're out there losing every time. So, um, Lakers, I give every single bit of the credit of the Lakers getting to the finals to Anthony Davis. He dominates the boards. He dominates offensive and rebound boards, uh, offensive and defensive rebounds. He hits his shots when he needs to hit his shots. He doesn't force them. And he, he's just dominant down low. He, he controls the whole paint. So without him, even though LeBron was hurt a little bit, even when he came back, they weren't even anywhere close to be a, being in the top seven to go to the playoffs. But Anthony Davis shows up. Now you really got something. Um so Lakers, uh, my Celtics, let's go ahead and rip this band aid off. The uh the Boston quit in in the fourth quarter, Celtics decided, uh, hey, you know what? We're ready to go home. We don't want to play no more. Quit on each other. Against not that great of a Heat team. I mean, you had the matchup and you just did not execute. You missed easy open shots the whole series. Kimball Walker was cold for half of it. Tatum thought it was okay where he didn't even have to score a point in the first half. Um, that's unacceptable. Then you have the lack of team defense, nobody closing out on shooters. When you have a lead in the NFL or in the NBA, there is one rule to not give up that lead. It's a simple rule. It's called give up the two, not the three. It's simple math, simple arithmetic. If you're up by 20 points, Are they going to catch up faster adding by twos or adding by threes? So three plus three plus three is nine. Two plus two plus two is six. See how that adds up pretty quick. So whenever you're out there, the number one rule is you close out on those shooters on the three point line you put a hand in their face and you make it the toughest shot they ever had to make in their life. If they make it good on them, they miss it. That's good on you. But even if they make it and you can test that thing heavily, perfect defense. Didn't see any of that. Very rarely this series. Um, you're leaving people like Tyler hero wide open. You're leaving people like, bam, left alone uh, for cuts. It, you know, Boston, for some reason, they, they forgot how to play against a 2-3 zone, which is basic. That's day one basketball. You learn man, and you learn a 2-3 zone. That's all you learn. Maybe, maybe a half-court trap. But no, that is not how you get it done. You can drive a 2-3 zone what it does is it pulls one of the guards either left or down so if the other guard goes down that means that this the uh the third spot so the uh down low where there's three your forwards have to cover the wings so if that wing defender drops down to help the drive, you have a wide open three-point shot. If you decide that you want to pass on the zone, you move that ball around, you threaten down low, and you get them crunching in so that the outside opens up. But if you want, that, if you want the inside to open up, then you have to do the opposite you have to bring you have to draw their defender up threatening with the shot then you could drop it down low into the paint and get the two if you're looking for the two simple basketball you know numbers it's a numbers game do you want if there's two defenders on one person That means that there is one person that is completely wide open. And I don't know whenever you guys stop deciding to try to get your assists and you tried to uh, just make tough contested threes all the time instead of moving the ball. But that's one of the main reasons why you're going home. Boston, that is unacceptable. That is not okay by any means. Don't you ever quit on yourself. Don't you ever quit on the people next to you who are laying it out on the line for you. You just look like you wanted to go home. Things got tough in that final game, and you said, you know what? I'm going to grandma's house. So, Boston, you blew it. And there's no one to blame but yourselves because you had that series in a bag, and you fumbled it harder or just as hard as the Bucks did. So. Um. So it's looking like Miami's gonna go and play the Heat in the finals. Can't wait to not watch that dumpster fire. <laughs> Just kidding. But uh, we have the Miami Heat probably gets swept by the Lakers. They don't have a team that could defend a big um, better than uh, better than Celtics. So, bam. He's going to get ate up by Anthony Davis. He's going to get out-rebound. He's going to get out-boarded. He's going to get dunked on. He's going to get shot on. That's, that's an easy. Um, LeBron, his matchup. Jim, Jimmy only shows up maybe with two minutes left in the game, Butler. I don't, I don't want to hear any single person talk about how good Jimmy Butler is because that guy ain't shit. He wasn't shit this series when you have six points in the first half and that's your best that's not good enough not if you want to say that you're an elite player you made two you made two plays on defense and all you did was try to post up Kemba Walker and you couldn't even do that all you would do is shoot a brick an air ball and waste a possession Try that on the Lakers, please. See how fast that backfires. Unless the Lakers want to pull Celtics and not capitalize on anything. So, I mean, ever since that Nick Nurse crying like a little bitch to the referees about every little tiny call, Celtics haven't gotten no penalties. They, we're, we're in that day and age now where, Whenever you cry and throw the tantrum the loudest, you will get all of the calls and all of the favors in sports. A bunch of grown-ass fucking babies because they don't know how to freaking handle their selves. They don't know how to lose gracefully. And that's what irritates me. Is you're supposed to be a role model for kids nowadays? And all you're teaching them to do is whine and cry and throw a fit until you get your way? That ain't going to work in real life, kid. It will never work. It might get you dead, actually. If you come across the wrong person, it might get you dead. That is not how life works. You cannot whine and cry. Life sucks. It's a bitch. It has ups. It has downs. It has lefts, rights. It has everything you need. Everything to be good. Everything to be bad. You got to make the most of it. And if you're going to let something like that just completely throw you off the rails, you need to go get checked out. Because I'm actually seriously worried about you. It's okay to be mad you lost. But don't go around and start fishing for excuses and pointing the finger at everyone else but yourself. Because at the end of the day, you're the one who controls everything. Your actions, who puts, who controls your effort. So don't go and say that. Okay, the refs aren't being fair to me. The refs aren't being fair to me. We need to get called. We need to get called. Then we're gonna win Then we're doing this. Then we're doing that. Like, shut up! You're a fucking grown up. You're over twenty five years old, and you're acting like a baby. And what's worse? is it's these coaches like Nick Nurse who are the worst. How does somebody like that get a job in a professional setting anywhere? How, do, how, how does anybody want that kind of person to be the face of their franchise, to represent them? You're the last kind of person I want representing me if all you can do is make excuses and hide behind the fact that you suck. Own up to your mistakes, own up to your shit, and you'll be all right. It's Not that hard. But whenever you're supposed to be a role model, you're getting paid millions of dollars, you're doing this, you're doing that, the least you could do is have a little humility and humble yourself a little bit and realize, hey, you're lucky to be playing this game for a living making the kind of money that you do, getting the special benefits from cops and everything else that you do. Don't even try to act like a child because you are not. That ended when you were fucking 14 years old. You were no longer a child. It's time to start manning up to your mistakes, your bad games, and everything else. None of this... But, the but, 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 yeah, butts don't cut it. They don't. Own up. Be a man. Grow a sack. Put some hair on your chest. And take the L. But don't go out there and try to say it's everybody else's fault but yours. Because you could have done better. Well, all right. That's enough of that. That was my little rant. So, so we have the Lakers taking on the heat in the finals and I see the Lakers winning that one pretty easy. So moving on from basketball. Cause I'm riled up enough. If you couldn't tell. Um, NASCAR. Speaking of basketball, you guys know that guy, um, who used to play for the Bulls. I think he was pretty good. I think he has, like, his own shoe company. I want to say it's, like, Under Armour or something. My, uh, Michael Jordan? <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, it's Jordan shoes. Okay, I that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> well, the GOAT. Uh, sorry, LeBron, you need to stop with that. You ain't even close, kid, and you will never be Uh michael's the goat from the way he handles himself on off and during the games so don't even um michael jordan and nascar legend hamilton they actually created their own race team might be a sprint series cup if i'm not mistaken but uh they just started their own nascar team um (laughs) no surprise here but first driver bubba wallace that's right the jesse smollett of the uh (laughs) nascar and athletes if you guys don't know who bubba wallace is is he's the nascar driver who saw a rope that is used for holding and pulling in cars so that they don't roll back out. Uh, Tried to lie and say that that was a noose and someone was pulling a hate crime on them when it was tucked all the way in the back fucking corner. And it's used in every single shop ever used in NASCAR. So I don't have any respect for people like that who lie and say that those kind of things happen to them. Bubba Wallace has no love for me. There's actual people out there who are going through it, dealing with racism, dealing with these things firsthand. And you just want to use their pain as a platform for you to step on and to get a little more noticed. Even bad publicity is good publicity. People just aren't scared of it anymore. Uh, They don't care. They don't care about you. I don't know why you would assume that any of these athletes really care about you. They don't, they care about themselves. They care about their money and if they had to choose their money or you, they would choose their money every single time. Don't fool yourselves. They're humans. They are humans. So, but uh, Bubba Wallace is the first racer for, uh, and the lone racer, for michael jordan and hamilton so um if you're nascar fans uh stay tuned for that ever since they switched it to where you only have to race half the race and if you win the first half of the race you're done for the day and then you go home and then everyone else keeps racing that is the stupidest thing i've ever freaking heard i thought the daytona was 500 was because you were supposed to go 500 laps around that track before you stopped. Not, Hey, let's take a break and come back tomorrow. Let's do half of it. And then tomorrow we'll just finish up the rest. I'm not feeling it today. How stupid is that? I thought that part of NASCAR racing was the fact that you had to have endurance. I thought that it was that you had to be able to go 500 miles straight. But not anymore. Everything's just so childish. It's um you're not allowed to push yourself no more. No. Nope. Okay is is perfect. But great, greatness it it's escaping us and that's tough. I just I hate to see that because we had greatness and it was because people pushed each other and they chased it they didn't cry about refs or they didn't cry that someone fouled them or they didn't cry that someone beat them they said you know what i don't like the way this feels so what am i going to do i'm going to work my ass off and get better so that it doesn't happen again that's the problem with lebron He's sad that he's not the best player no more. Well, no shit, Sherlock. You're not trying to be. You're trying to rest on your laurels and that being the best for the past five years means that you're the best today? No. What have you done for me lately? Not that much. Anthony Davis has. Giannis has. Mont Morant did. Jokic did. Murray did. Tatum did, but not LeBron, so, you know, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll get more on that in a bit, but so I just miss the day whenever people used to push each other to become great instead of push each other to make excuses on why they're not great. Um, so that's NASCAR. Uh, Let's talk about a little bit of some NFL. If you want to listen to any um, NFL weekly picks or fantasy football, we have our own uh, separate podcast that goes more into depth on those. That's the Scott Sportscast Fantasy Football League. So go ahead and check those videos out wherever you find this one and uh, on all platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Apple. Podcast, Spotify, etc. So just look up the Scott Sportscast. Then um, I just kind of wanted to touch on the injuries, though, because there has been a lot of critical, critical injuries. I mean, I, I started writing some of them down, and I, I got to a full page, and I wasn't even close to done. I was like, what is going on here? Whenever we said that this was going to be the craziest season that you've ever seen in the NFL, this is exactly what we meant. This is exactly what we were talking about. No. No. So more than I even thought. Um, a couple, couple key ones off the top of my head here we had. Nick Bosa and Solomon Thomas, both knee injuries, out for the season. Um, And Mozart, I believe. Uh, Coleman was also out with a knee. We had uh, Christian McCaffrey. He's out four to six weeks. We have – no, I can't think of his name. Uh who's who's the other one? Mm, let me take a look. Let me take a look. See here. Oh, Anthony Barr. Yep. So he's out for the season as well. Uh, Malik Hooker safety. He's out for the year. Paris Campbell done indefinitely. Oh, uh, we talked about CMC. Um uh, Jalen Rager and uh, and Ruggs, they're both out, the rookie wide receivers. Uzma for the uh for the Bengals, their rookie tight end. He's out for the year. Ponce for the Chargers is out for the year. And Michael Thomas for the Saints out for the year. Those are just the ones I wrote down. But jeez. How many of them do we need? People want to get rid of preseason games, and that's exactly what's going to happen every single year. Those preseason games, people don't understand how important they really are for many, many different reasons. It's not just to see who's going to make the roster. No, it's about getting used to game speed. It's about getting used to someone tackling you who doesn't like you. It's used to somebody who's trying to block the pass 100% when you're trying to go up for it 100% and they're allowed to hit you. It's hard whenever you don't have a D lineman tackling you on the ankles as you're trying to make a throw. So these injuries, uh, a lot of it has to do with the lack of preseason. And not only was it a lack of a preseason, it was, a crazy crazy off season too so I hope these injuries don't become a trend though I really hope that that stops soon these kids are too young to be getting hurt like that you know they're out here for our entertainment I don't need them killing themselves to do it you know (laughs) that's what that's what MMA fights are for (laughs) and that's why I did those those were fun But other than that, let's go ahead and move on from – oh, yeah, let's move on from some football. Uh, MMA news, we just had UFC 253. That was a freaking awesome card from from start to finish. I mean, even the prelim fights were good. Most of the time, those prelim fights, maybe one of them will surprise you, but this one, all of them surprised me. There was a lot. Um... Fight Island always brings it. <laughs> Something about being there and Abu Dhabi just brings out the warrior and everybody, you know, um, Adesanya, the champ walks, just walks straight through Paula Costa. I mean, I think we all saw it coming. If you wanted Cost Costa to win, that's because you wanted Adesanya to lose. Um, so I mean, I know I went for Costa just because I wanted Costa to win. I thought that he was going to be able to land a couple power shots that would slow Asada down a little bit, but never happened. Adesanya, lightning fast leg kicks, precision. That Naruto little symbol tattoo started glowing. I mean, I'm surprised he didn't turn Super Saiyan in the middle of the fight. I mean, like legit. Turned super saiyan, got some meat on his legs. <laughs> but so Adesanya walked through. Dominique Reyes to me was the biggest disappointment of the night. I thought that he was gonna get it done. He looked so good whenever he fought John Jones for the belt, and he actually won that fight. He won against John Jones for the belt. Period. But when it goes to decision and you are not the champion you are not going to get the benefit of the doubt why there's no money in it what what is good for money promoting the champion making him the face of the organization ask connor ask ronda we'll touch on connor in a minute too i got some stuff to say about connor but that's a different segment so um. Other than that, looks like we're gonna get ready for some more fights coming up here. Uh, yeah, but Dominique Reyes came out. Uh, he came out all right round one, and then round two and three, he just he just wasn't there. It's not like he was hurt or anything. He just wasn't there then. And then you had a, a Bloodwitch, the Polish polis Assassin, man. He uh he came in there, was landing beautiful combos, busted up reyes's nose, um, kept the fight standing, did everything he needed to do to a T. He ate ate the big shots, and then he then he wobbled, then he wobbled Reyes, caught him uh coming out of a, a combination, uh landed a little hook right there on the temple. Put him on some spaghetti legs, ran over, finished the fight. New two hundred five light heavyweight champ. <laughs> and then John John Jones says, "Hey, um, should I come out of retirement and just take my belt my belt back real quick?" Yeah, you should have come out of retirement and take your belt back if you could stay out of the damn handcuffs. What are you? <laughs> what are you doing john jones you have everything you need so you need to get drunk carry guns and coke and all this stuff and drive around town discharging your firearm you're lucky nowadays because cops shoot people for less nowadays man i'm just glad that didn't happen to you or i hope it don't happen to anybody but it's a dangerous time to be riding around with a firearm Uh, in your car. I don't trust none of these cops to to make the right decision at the moment. So anything you could do to avoid it, do it. But when you put yourself in those situations over and over and over again, you keep knocking at the devil's door long enough, sooner or later, somebody is going to answer you. And I don't think you want that door to open. Get your shit together, John Jones, and go get your belt back. That's what I'm trying to say. Go get your belt back. You're not done yet. Your your mental side of not maturing is the reason why you're not the champion right now, not your talent. So clean it up. Get back in there. We ain't done watching you fight yet. You're still the best fighter in the world. But it's time to act like it okay so that's mma now i want to get to my favorite segment here it's called knuckleheads quit i i i say quit 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 being a knucklehead there ain't no need for that (laughs) but knucklehead it's either something funny that happened to a player who's just doing something funny or it could go somewhere down the route of more of an Antonio Brown where you're just get our John Jones actually so you know either one um either one of them you know that's that's pretty much what the knucklehead segment's about so I have a couple fun ones for you today one the first one is more of a funny one we have Darius Leonard Uh, Colts linebacker. After the game last week, he said, you know what? I don't need these. Uh, He said, you know what? I don't need these gloves. I'm just going to take them off and then give them to a fan. Except for the fact that he left his wedding ring inside of the glove. So. He gave away his free his wedding ring uh to a lucky fan with an awesome souvenir. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he'll be fine. I'm sure he can afford a new one by now. But <laughs> but your wife must be pretty mad. Um I know anytime like I take a shower or something or take my ring off or anything, my wife's about to catch a charge. <laughs> she uh she she don't like that one bit. Um, so I couldn't blame Darius's wife if uh, that's what happened to. So, that one was pretty funny to me, you know. Just heat of the moment, you're hot, you're sweaty, you ring rings tend to slide whenever you sweat. So, but good job on that fan. <laughs> Got more than you bargained for with that pair of gloves. So, um, our next knucklehead. Comes in the form of LeBron James. Wait, wait, LeBron, LeBron, are you, you sure? Are you, LeBron, Le- Lee with with the nail, LeBron. Yeah, I'm talking about that one. This was uh like a week or two ago. Whenever. literally a grown man is sitting there bowing, almost tears crying, so butthurt that no one thinks that he's the best player in the NBA no more. Only 16 first place votes for MVP? Rightfully so. LeBron, shut up. You are not the best player in the NBA no more. You are not. Giannis is better than you. Most of these guys show me more effort than you. Show me some defense, LeBron. Maybe one block every three games. That ain't cutting it. That is nowhere near cutting it. Not when, not whenever Anthony Davis is getting five a game. So you are not the MVP. You were not the MVP this year. You were not the MVP last year. You were nowhere close. I mean, maybe top ten, but. You're not the number one player in the NBA anymore, LeBron. You need to age gracefully. You need to realize two things. One, no one fears you as the best anymore. And two, if you want to change it, go put in the work. Because sitting here and crying and whining about it, this false sense of entitlement you got because you were the best for like the past five years, So what? What have you done for me today? What have you done for me lately? I mean, yeah. Yeah, you got to the finals. Yeah, I'll put that one on AD, like I said. AD all day. Without AD, you guys don't make it past the second round. So, So LeBron, you're not the best. Two things you could do. Accept it or work to change it, but complaining about it and crying about it, now you're just being a knucklehead. You're making yourself look bad, and you're showing everybody that that's not the kind of role model you want. So, LeBron, just get back in the gym, train if you want to be MVP. But until then, you're not. Stop. You knucklehead. (laughs) So, I'll get off my LeBron lovers. Uh, Backs a little bit here. So, uh, the last one. Connor. Connor McGregor. You know that guy? Proper 12 whiskey? Yeah. This guy's been messing up recently. He is... Trying to burn all bridges with UFC. So a couple weeks ago, he gets hit with a um, sexual assault allegation. And with nowadays, I mean, who doesn't have a sexual assault allegation on him? Um, and 99% of them are fake. So all of these people, there are crying wolf. It sucks for the one person who's actually crying for help. It's people like you that make me sick to my goddamn stomach. You're part of the problem that needs to change. You need to be part of the solution, not part of the problem. If you're not happy with your life, work harder. Do something different. But don't go out there and try to attack and and shame or do anything to people that did not for one didn't even do it. And for two, just to try to make a quick buck. Like, geez, you know how hard that is to also get sued for counter lawsuits where you can't even afford the court fees and all that? But all of a sudden you can't. uh, now, Now all of a sudden you can't even defend yourself against the false allegations, so you go to jail. So anybody that gets called out or accused of any kind of that stuff, Sue the fucking asses off of those false people because they're the ones that need repercussions for their actions. This, this cancel culture is just fucking ridiculous. All, all of us here, we're all stuck on this planet together. We're all just trying to make a living. We're all just trying to buy something nice that we like. Well, guess what? The harder you work, the more you can buy. Plain and simple. You don't put in any hours. You don't get any money. You put in a hundred hours, you get a hundred hours worth of money. I mean, minus taxes, of course, but I'm saying it in the sense of wages. You can't you can't just go and threaten people's lives and their in jeopardies over what? You're you're upset? Oh, tough shit. Go eat a shit sandwich. No one gives a fuck. no one cares you're mad not everybody else so because you didn't get your way you whined you cried you threw a tantrum you didn't get your way so now you go and try to ruin somebody's life you know connor of course says the allegations are fake but if they are true Connor needs to be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. It is time to stop letting all of these people who are athletes and celebrities get away with shit just because. That's the problem. You are promoting that people do the wrong thing the wrong way for the right reasons? No, that is not the right reason. That doesn't make any sense. I just, it it just makes me freaking sick. People do that to each other. People murder and all this stuff to each other. I've hated people my entire life. Never felt the need to kill them. Never Never felt that. Yeah, I beat them up. Kick their ass. Tell you prove your point. But people don't even know how to control themselves now. They don't know how to fight unless it's five on one. They don't know how to fight unless it's one guy with a gun or a knife or a bat or a car. So if for one, if you don't know how to fight, first thing you need to do is shut your mouth and don't tempt people to fight you plain and simple. You can't avoid that every time. And it's not always your fault doesn't mean you always instigate it. But you always have the option to walk away. Unless they actually forcefully block you from leaving. I light them up. I light them up. They don't need uh that's their fault. Beat their ass. But You can't go around and just falsely accusing people of racism, of sexual assault, of rape, of uh, murder, of anything. Don't don't just start spreading rumors. This isn't a, a fifth grade game where you're just playing telephone. No, these are people's lives. They got kids, they got families to support. They got jobs to go to just like you. Hey, guess what? They're just like you. <laughs> Whether you want to admit it or not, they're humans. So we just need to be better to each other. It's, it's, it's honestly not that hard. It's really not. It's just a lack of willing and a lack of promoting it. On the sports, on the Scott Sportscast, the only thing I love to promote is unity. We are all together. We're all stuck on this rock it's just floating in space. There's no floor under the earth. You guys understand that, right? Like like here's the earth, right? You know, you have you have your orbit. Well, the top part there's nothing up here, right? Except for more more space. Well, down here there's no floor. There's more space. And then there's more space this way. And then there's more space this way. We are just somehow floating here. And you guys are mad about how tan someone is or what what kind of makeup or clothes they wear, <laughs> what team they root for. <sighs> so, <laughs> it's just so silly. Cracks me up makes makes me giddy just to know that there's people out there like that that can't see a big picture it's just they're so micro so small can only can only look through the the hole of a needle you know of a sewing needle so you don't realize that there's a whole portrait out there that you're missing and it comes simply just by working together. We, not one race, not one ethnicity, not one uh, country, not one religion, not one anything has all of the answers. And even if they have answers, not all of them are correct. We don't know for a fact, we're guessing. So work together, we're, we're just here doing, doing our things. Need to learn to respect each other. I feel like a dad now, just yelling at people. Hey, hey, quit, quit, act right. (laughs) Keep your hand on the cart. (laughs) Gonna get whipped in the meat aisle. (laughs) Yeah, I'd been there, done that. I don't know, maybe it's because I got weapons as a kid. Taught me that there is repercussions for your actions. Maybe that's something people need to learn. They need to take reper- repercussions class and they need to take logic and common sense. That, those should be mandatory in school. You're going to need common sense more than than you'll need algebra. That's for sure. All um, other than that, uh, I did want to have one last uh, knucklehead, which we got a double award today. Mm -hmm. No, it's not LeBron, guys. Calm down. Calm down. I'm I'm done with LeBron. Conor. Conor McGregor. Getting called out by the president of the UFC, Dana White? And for what? Because the number two ranked fighter in the entire world, Conor McGregor, the champ, Wanted to fight a unranked 39-year-old at the tail end of his career, looked super horrible last night against a nobody. Diego Sanchez. Yeah, the same one from the Ultimate Fighter way back when. (laughs) So Connor, being the second best fighter in the world, told Dana. I want a main event fight, but I want it to be against a nobody at the moment. I don't want to fight the number one contender. I don't want to fight a top five guy. I don't want to prove myself anymore. I'm done doing that. I'm resting on my laurels now. So um, I, don't, I don't want any any other fight pretty much. So bitch move. Danny even said, I'm going to have to take your man card, Connor, because that's that's just pathetic, dude. That's sad. Whenever you're the best and you're scared to fight other people who are close to you, I mean, I wouldn't say scared, but definitely reluctant. You don't want a challenge. You want a free payday. You want to go beat up somebody past their prime and just cash out. So." Dana White not very happy with him right now. Basically called him, called him a bitch. Give me your man card. So step it up, Connor. But so that's what led into all of this Connor versus Pacquiao possibility. Nothing's been confirmed yet. There's no contract signings, no nothing. Everybody needs to calm down a little bit until there's an official official signing. Because until the contracts are signed, it's not happening. doesn't matter how much you talk about it. You can talk about it until you're blue in the face or redder than my neck in the face. Either way, doesn't matter. It's not true unless the contract is signed. But I would love to see me some Conor versus Pacquiao. Now, when Conor fought Mayweather, we all knew Mayweather was going to win that fight. It was more of a matter of how bad was Connor going to look. So, Connor looked all right for the first four rounds. But whenever you're in there with the person who is the best, I mean, the best in the world at avoiding punches, at dodging and slipping and rolling and making you exert all of your energy and taking zero damage in the process, yeah, you're going to gas out. And that's exactly what happened to Connor. Mayweather let him throw and throw and throw and throw and throw and just, just kind of rope a doped and uh, bobbed and weaved around the ring. And then when it got to the later rounds, he said, okay, now it's time to pick it up. Connor tired, picked him apart and not, and uh, TKO'd him. So the problem with Connor in that fight is that he was fighting the most elusive boxer, maybe fighter of all time. You know who is not as elusive as Mayweather? Pacquiao. <laughs> Pacquiao will stand there and bang with you. He is not scared to throw hands. He is not scared to, to play a little patient or bait you in or eat a couple shots to give a shot. So, when you look at it in the sense of the style matchups, you have two two very good strikers who are going to go against it with both that have really good shins. Conor, I feel, has more of a chance to win this fight. (laughs) But if you think Pacquiao won't knock Conor's ass out and floor him if he tries to come in and rush in, that left hand of Pacquiao says different. So Pacquiao's Pacquiao for a reason. But so that'll be interesting to see if that fights happens. I'm I'm curious to see who you guys, who you guys got in that fight. I know, I know I'd definitely take Pacquiao in that fight, but wouldn't mind me a Conor win on that one. So other than that, that's, That's pretty much it for the sports world kind of update. Stay tuned. We're going to have more episodes of the Scott Sportscast Fantasy Football League, the MMA Coach's Corner, and whatever else sports decides to throw at us this week. Hopefully, I'll find some good knuckleheads to talk about. (laughs) But I want to thank everybody for listening. And everybody, have yourself a great night. I'm going to get some rest so I can get to class in the morning. Everybody, a bit of farewell.